the suffering in our stories becomes a place where we get to encounter God, God himself. Jesus made pain into a portal. And when I can set down trying to find the purpose in my pain, I get to step through that portal. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times bestselling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. One of the biggest stumbling blocks to faith in God is the fact of suffering. We wonder, where is God? Is he far off? Why doesn't he do something about the suffering? Doesn't he care? Well, the Bible tells a different story. It tells us not of a God standing far off, not of a God who doesn't care. It tells us of a God who just can't stop loving us, a God who will move heaven and earth to be near us, a God who suffers, who weeps, who dies. John Stott, the great British theologian, wrote this in his book, The Cross of Christ. Quote, I could never myself believe in God if it were not for the cross. The only God I believe in is the one Nietzsche ridiculed as God on the cross. In the real world of pain, how could one worship a God who was immune to it? He laid aside his immunity to pain. He entered our world of flesh and blood and tears and death. He suffered for us. Our sufferings become more manageable in the light of his, end quote. Our guest today, KJ Ramsey, has suffered through chronic illness and religious abuse. And yet she can still say that far from removing God, in her suffering, God drew closer to her than she'd ever known him. And it all began with the simple question one of her professors asked her that changed the course of her whole life. K.J. Ramsey is a trauma-informed, licensed professional counsellor and author of several books. I know her powerful story will encourage you and inspire you as much as it has me. She shares with us about the God who is close to the brokenhearted, who meets his children in their pain and transforms it into a doorway to hope and joy. So, without further ado, Please welcome my friend, and now yours, K.J. Ramsey. All of us, when hard things course through our lives, wonder why. Why is this happening? Why would God let this happen? When I was first sick, I was a junior in college at Covenant College. And one of my professors, Steve Corbett, talked to me. And Steve, at the time, his daughter was young. She was born with 
a genetic disorder and at that point had already had dozens of surgeries to reconstruct parts of her body that she wasn't born with. And Steve, through tears, looked at me and as I asked him that question of why, and he said, the most important question in suffering is not why, but who. Who is God? And second to that, is God still good? That question, spoken from the lips of a man who had faced his own whys, changed the trajectory of my question asking. My faith has ebbed and flowed and grown and changed so much over the years and will continue to. My husband and I experienced spiritual abuse in a church and resulting from that post-traumatic stress. I've spent my whole life in the church. I was almost born in a church parking lot, (laughs) in my church's parking lot. And so when I experienced someone who was supposed to be a shepherd instead uh, cursing us and disrupting our capacity to be safe, it really shattered my trust that the church could be a place that is safe. And I thankfully had experienced shepherds in the church over the years who truly loved me and saw me and supported me in times that were good and times that were bad. And so I knew what a shepherd could be. And having that little bit of a bedrock of what the church could be gave me hope that that somehow still could exist. We tend to want to get out of the place of suffering as quickly as possible. And that's because our bodies are wired to have pain be a signal that something is wrong, that we are in danger. And so when things that are bad happen, pain alerts us that we need to get out of there. (laughs) So it's a normal response to want to escape, to flee, or to fight. Or a trauma response to fawn, to uh, pretend that everything is fine. These are normal, innate responses to pain in our bodies. I'm a trauma therapist, and so when I encountered the symptoms of my body walking into a church and within 15 minutes of sitting down in a pew, having a panic attack time and time again, as a trauma therapist, I could not ignore that my body, my mind wanted to be in church, but my body did not feel safe to be there. And it was actually in, in stepping away for a season and giving my body room to experience God in a safer setting than the place where I had been wounded that gave me the physiological capacity to come back and to experience church as good and safe again in a different community. A lot of how my own faith has changed over the years is through experiencing suffering. 
through especially the breaking of my body with autoimmune disease and the shattering of a lot of my trust in in church, to be frank, through spiritual abuse and religious trauma. And it's in these experiences of my body and trust being shattered that I've actually experienced Jesus come near to me and and show me his own broken heart and broken body. And it's been a process of of getting to see Jesus again and again. Um, it's it's not that my faith was small and then grew seeing Jesus once, but that every time that my heart is broken again, Jesus shows me his again too. So my new book is called The Lord is My Courage, Stepping Through the Shadows of Fear Toward the Voice of Love. And it is a exploration of Psalm 23 and practicing courage. And it's for anyone who is in a dark valley of life and isn't sure that the shepherd is near, that is wondering, where is God and does God even hear me? I personally believe that the question of why is beyond us often and that trying to search for the answer to it is a grand distraction from the wonder of encountering the who. And it's in my experience of having an autoimmune disease for the last 13 years that's often debilitating in my experience of healing from childhood trauma and religious trauma that it's in the things that I can't make go away and the parts of my story that I would not have authored this way that the symptoms of, of stress and anxiety that rise up and, and overwhelm me and make me want to fight or flee. Um, it's, it's there that when I am able, when I practice pausing, I get to experience the presence of Jesus in, in a palpable and beautiful and strengthening way. And you know, I, I echo the words of Paul that uh, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. And because the Christian story is this strange, strange story where God chose to enter the world set on suffering for the sake of love, the suffering in our stories becomes a place where we get to encounter God, God himself. We get to encounter salvation, resurrection, wonder, communion. Jesus made pain into a portal and when I can set down trying to find the purpose in my pain, I get to step through that portal again and again. And I think that the only way that we find that and live that and, and change the trajectory of our question asking is by being storied people 
by passing the story on to each other, like Steve passed it to me from his own experience of suffering. And like I am doing with you now, we pass the story on and we find our stories held up and retold through the lens of this strange story of Jesus entering the world and becoming human. This is a passage from the Jesus Storybook Bible. Jesus wasn't like Adam. Jesus was a new kind of man. He would not believe the terrible lie that the enemy spoke. Jesus knew God loved him. And he would trust God, no matter what. It was just as God had promised to Adam and Eve all those years before. Jesus had come to do battle against the snake's work. He would get rid of the sin and the darkness and the tears. And he would suffer. But he would win. I have found so much beauty and courage in the story of Jesus's baptism that he was called beloved by the Father before he had done anything amazing. The Spirit descended like a dove on him and the Father said, you are my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. And I believe that we get to hear those words as ours through Christ, that when our ears are clogged by all of the chaos of this world and the pain that we experience, that Jesus still hears those words on our behalf. And learning to hear them through him, through his ears, changes how we live now, changes our capacity to hope that the tears even that we have falling down our faces today will not be the end of our stories. Beloved, you are my beloved child with whom I am well pleased. That's the end of our stories. You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book, and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at sallylloyd-jones.com and follow her on Instagram at sallylloydjones and at jesus underscore storybook underscore bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Oh, hello. It's me again, Sally. I'm just popping back briefly to say two things. The first thing is don't forget to subscribe to the show because that way you'll get the stories straight to your phone. And the other thing is, while we're at it, would you rate the show and leave us a review? That would be so great because it helps other people find the show too. I really appreciate your help. Thank you.